I'm starting to think that a lot of us millennials, mostly black people, got screwed over. And I'm starting to look at things from the standpoint of where I am now and understanding what I know about how the world works, which is off of racism, specifically and most uh, the f- most forcefully targeted at foundational black Americans. I feel like now that I truly feel like there's a chance for reparations if everyone just gets on code and we start just calling out the sins of our predecessors because they have to atone for the sins, in my opinion, for the right to be really called living ancestors. Um, Because what I find is now that we're entering this discussion about obtaining tangible benefits from the centuries of torture that black people here in America have endured as well as the indigenous people here in America, the real indigenous people here of America, um, the torments that they've had to endure, um, It's something that needs to be addressed as we move forward to solidify this code of we will no longer stand for disrespect. We will no longer stand for neglect uh, or this benign neglect policy specifically in regards to when it comes to building a future. Because as we see... There's so much going on now in this, as a millennial, no, no, not as a millennial, as a black man here in America, I suffer from more anxiety now just driving day to day in my vehicle than I think I ever really understood or was taught about before having to experience this. And you learn that these situations that cause this anxiety is nothing new. And I mean, it's, it's literally woven into the fabric of our society. So there's a lot of sins that need to be atoned from people my parents' age, um, and especially in the black community going forward because now it's on our backs to put in the work. And I'm starting to find that our parents, some of them, 
are really starting to adopt that older generation's mentality of, well, since I struggled, you had to struggle. And I want to prevent that cycle from going forward as we push towards these tangible benefits, which are reparations. Just figured I'd state that. So, I think the best way to start this off to really kind of get things going is maybe let's just start with um, how many of us were really taught how to maneuver in a way that will put you in the same arena as your counterparts the same age as you or younger than you now. I mean, because you look at every other community and you see that there's so much just trying to break out through the talent in our community. And it's something that's holding us back. And we we say it's the system. But the system... The system, of course, plays the part, but I'm starting to identify what some of the tools are based off of the systematic oppression and white supremacy that happened to our parents. Um, You look at every other community and they have traditions of a celebration of age that comes with gifts and money. Um. But you usually see with us that it turns into, well, how much is really spent. But we never really get that investment at the times that counted. But then we look back at our youth and we count the countless homes and vehicles that were gained and lost and Really not so much the vehicles, but I want to focus on things like the homes or your grandparents' home. And even if you know your family's history and know that your family owned property from your great-grandparents, then include that too and ask yourself, where did all of that go? from then till now to where the only generation that I really have seen make a massive push to make sure that our children do not have to struggle is my generation and of course the generation that's coming under under us and starting to have that same mentality of entrepreneurship, but it, it it's really starting starting to present itself now in that millennial generation of no, I have to do something better because I'm starting to identify that I'm just gonna say it. My parents ain't shit. And I it, I know it's it's hard to really 
say that without expecting my mom to swing through the ceiling like 007 put two in the back of my head I understand but at least I got a reason for getting capped I mean I'm gonna just keep it to me I, I've traced as far back as I can without having to pay with uh, pay for a genetic uh, testing to see where my family is from so I can then kind of trace land ownership back to see if anything is out there that was left. Not to mention there's a whole side of the family that I don't really have contact with to be able to lineage trace. But y'all will get my point while I'm rambling here in a second. Um, I'm looking at it now like now I want to acquire land and I'm starting to see a lot of people my age now mention man I, I just want to own I just want to own some property I want to own things I, I want to have something that I can put my name on and we keep saying these things but there's this huge wall that's there I feel like that's preventing a lot of us from really making that final push for for the sake of bettering our descendants future bettering their 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 starting point from the time that they're actually told to hit start go like are you're an adult now go i know a lot of us have this this feeling now this passion like no i gotta have that starting blocks like like 16 more miles down the road from where i started at because we all know that a lot of us started at zero we were told that we had to go out there and get it ourselves and that mentality in itself, I'm cool with because it turned a lot of us into hustlers. This would turn a lot of the, the 40 and 50 year olds that really got caught up in the game. So, but you saw you saw that hustler mentality of, well, if I got a struggle, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to go out there and get it. But. That was also the struggle of the previous generation. That, well, I'm struggling, so I have to go out there and get it. The fort, of, and I speak of, and since I'm 33, 20 years, uh, uh, 53, so that generation there, their idea was the same thing. Well, I was only taught that I had to go out there and get it myself. So I'm going to go out there and get it myself and take care of my children. And, of course, we have the issue of, I'm going to call it, uh, the, the, great, the great squandering of the civil rights generation. Um, because before then we have where there was consistent um, development and growth specifically in black communities, despite sabotage and destruction and 
all of these places. I just wanted to let that breathe for a second. Um, So now we know that we started at zero. We want to build. But the question that I really have, so a lot of us millennials, black millennials that are foundational black Americans can actually say, why am I supposed to be like giving you that much authority over how I feel and how I move or what I set out to accomplish or my dreams or desires or my aspirations or that much passion or thought into what it really boils down to, which is I just want my parents to really acknowledge like that they didn't do as much as they think that they did. But we face this this combative thought because we're we're bred with fear that we're to respect the people that are older than us by literal abuse, neglect or or scolding and we just say that well that's that's part of our community and I get it. It gives us that tough skin that's able to survive in a system of white supremacy. But I guess what I'm doing now is challenging the fact that why couldn't there be consistent evolution of thought to where since our parents had to struggle, they would set us up in a better place that we didn't have to because I'm sorry. I, I've been to a lot of different places that will be considered more so middle of the road and I've watched our position steadily decline from having a home to having a big apartment to smaller to smaller to just vehicles to, to now nothing. Now nothing. But they have... They've acquired enough for themselves to die comfortably. A lot of us are told, oh, well, I've set some money aside for you in case I pass. Or we assume that, you know, the payout of them being our parent, one, already happened because they raised us and we we weren't neglected or drowned in a bathtub or whatever whatever hateful shit that they've heard about happening or they've attempted to do but failed or they've almost succeeded at doing to us, but it becomes some kind of running joke in the family. I just feel as though first, while we get this bag called reparations, we need to start addressing that because you guys put that much pressure on uh, us without ever explaining to us the power and the greatness that's set within us. So the position of us starting at zero and having to work hard to get to where we are, if you're not happy with where we are, parents, that's your problem because it's your fault. 
if you don't like how we're making our money now, which is for the most part how I've seen in modern society, legit. We're monetizing ourselves. We're becoming entrepreneurs, building businesses. Um, we're, we're becoming real estate agents or, or police officers or, or nurses or doctors, uh, lawyers, um, co cosmetologists, um, scientists, developers, architects. I mean, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it. But here's the thing. We're doing it now to where our kids are having to watch us go through the schooling process. Because y'all didn't go through the process of investing that actual time. But then here's where it gets tricky. For some of us, it gets deeper. Because even there, leaving it there to where I say that they get us to college. Um... And they afford to pay for college. Alright. No, not really. That's not enough. Because the amount of money that I'm going to break down in a little bit. That I feel like could have easily equated to about the same amount of money. That cross, that cross, should have been in a lot of our hands. At our current generation. And y'all can break down the math for yourself. But... Where did it go? That if they had that much pressure, that much, they they wanted us to be that great. Why didn't they teach us? Where were those lessons? Why was it so much more about the physical abuse abuse of me being afraid of you, or me being afraid to hang out with those? Boys down the street that stand on the corner, you don't know what they're doing. Because all you're doing is ear hustling, but I digress. Um, but it was so much fear instilled in us without an explanation of why. I'll go into that maybe another day. But there was no pressure with, with, with no direction. I mean, it was all pressure with no direction. So they hammered us all into these, these, these diamonds from, from the coal of the gen the civil rights generation, and through them having to struggle, um, they started hammering us, thinking, "Well, they just need to know how to how to survive through struggle." But now here we are like no we're trying to build something and we want to I, I feel like we should just hold them accountable I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed because of a lot a lot of us now sit in in the twilight hours and deal with a lot of mental issues that yes comes from the system of white supremacy first and foremost full stop but they were they were tools they were used in the same manner they they perpetuated the system by by continue to 
to teach operation through fear to to continue to keep it to keep things moving out of fear of consequence we were we we just now hit a point where i feel like it hit critical mass where a lot more of us are thinking like no i'm not going to operate from a position of fear i'm going to try my best to operate out of, from a position of logic because I, now I'm starting to understand that I live in some kind of a machine. It's called white supremacy. But you start to feel that way, and so you're like, "No, nah, I gotta get, I gotta get out of this system because it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't fit how I'm designed to grow. Like I, I'm this, I like this, or I want to kind of do this." And so we start to see that none of us were cultivated in ways that would align uh, that would align with the type of growth that we're starting to see now in society. I mean, shit. How many of us may have been digital artists? You know, and maybe just starting out or, or even had a tinkering habit um, of you know, putting electronics together and taking them apart. And we were all, we all got the shit beat out of us for breaking shit. And mind you, I guess you can call it destructive, but now you look at all of these major industries that we got the shit beat out of us for participating in at a young age. And these are the industries that motherfuckers are making millions of dollars. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it on the table here. No matter how you feel about NFTs or not, it has made some people millions of fucking dollars. I know people personally that have pursued digital art careers despite the oppression of their parents to tell them to pursue more communal or whatever the word I should be looking for means of occupation. Just support the system. And now we find the other communities that said, no, we we're not going to confide ourselves to this system because we have our ears tuned more so to what they're doing. We're not afraid of what they're tapping into. So let's, let, let's go a step further and now we find ourselves yet again trying to play catch up from the from the neglect and abuse and the fear mongering that was perpetuated from our parents that was perpetuated from their parents that were maybe perpetuated from their parents but I really don't feel like that's the case. I'll go into that maybe a different day. As to why, what the differences may be in regards to pre-civil rights parenting and post-civil rights parenting. Um, there's a lot of things that needs to be atoned for or 
explain to us like we're adults because guess what we're grown now maybe that should be the title we're grown now so for so for our predecessors to continue for a large portion of us to deny us a thorough explanation of their horrible decisions because they all have made some as to why we did not start at a position other than zero and we deserve it should really be required for them to answer that considering now some of them require constant communication with their grandchildren to feel like they have an influence on the generations to come which is a damn shame when you think about it because your influence should come from your work not from the fact that they knew that you were alive while you were that's what my generation is trying to accomplish to where our name rings as oh there that's the generation that broke the chain that middle child generation those 30 to 40s early 40s Early 40s. They broke the cycle. They started something different. They changed things. And. Another episode idea. To really talk about the mad scramble, not for Africa, but the mad scramble to buy black culture, buy into black culture, be a part of black culture. But that's a, a conversation for another day, too. Um, but we find that. Yeah. If they just said, oh, we're just going to continue to do us and not want to assimilate into the society that was going to end up chasing our culture anyway to profit off of. (laughs) But. Yeah. We're going to we're going to be known as the generation. That. That changed things. No, that's not, no, I I hear you Obama people in the background, sit down and shut up, let's get that out of the way early, Obama people, Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, uh, Communists, all of you sit the hell down, sit down, sit down, I'm not going to address 
any of you anymore. This ain't about you. This ain't about you. I, and I know that a lot of the older people that I'm also going to hear hollering about the things that I'm mentioning about. Well, why should we give y'all? Because it's that mentality there that comes from the idea of why should they give us reparations? Why should we have taught y'all? Why should we have saved money for y'all? We had to work. Yeah, yeah. It starts to make sense. Don't be scared. Get yours. It, it's 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 gonna be I. Right. I know some of you are going to be upset. I know this is going to be probably the least controversial topic that I talk about. And is going to either solidify my station on whatever platform I launch this on or multiple platforms. Or it's just going to be a thing that I continue to record for myself and eventually people will catch up. But I feel like this is a good place to start. I feel like this is a great place to start. Especially considering a lot of us are moving towards greatness. So there's going to be a lot of people tugging at strings, trying to get a piece of your pie. And when these reparations do finally get cut, because... They gonna come. Yeah, I feel it. They gonna come. So when they do come, and those other people that I'm mentioning are still looking to you to take care of them at their older age, despite now also receiving something that you fought tooth and nail for. And I'm I'm just talking about your own personal bag. But even if even when reparations come down, that that only multiplies. It it doesn't make it less than oh well they already had money too and I didn't spend mine. Well what did they do with theirs? That's just the point I'm gonna leave there. So that way people know when it happens that I said it. But they're still gonna wind up coming to us. Hey, well, remember all those years I took care of you. You should respect me. You should take care of me like I took care of you. And the question I really would like to leave y'all with on the topic of our predecessors and going forward, how we're building and breaking cycles and chains And most importantly, 
acquiring reparations, which is equal to taking down a system of white supremacy, which is the first and most important order of business for foundational black Americans. We need to go in and start rooting out some of them people who we think did what was right for the people, for the family. We need to start receiving answers and giving hmm giving a verbal response on whether or not we accept explanation and uh hmm reclamation of squandered wealth if you will these are things that needs to be done with the older generations time because a lot of them are entering into the retirement age but again at this point I'm just laying seeds for different discussions but these are things that needs to be addressed. This is number one. This is a good start. But I also figured out pretty much how I want to end. Every conversation. And is to thank you. No matter white, black, realistically, if you're listening to this, and if I get paid for it, you help me. I don't, I don't care about hate mail because it's not gonna move me. I don't, I don't actually welcome debates. So if you want to have a debate about any of the topics I brought up, and you're an adult that can have a civilized debate. And I'll lay out rules and time limits. Maybe even see if I could find someone with an, a non-biased opinion just to moderate and mute both of us. It can be done on whatever platform. I think this will be a good way to start a discussion, especially in in age groups like mine across multiple different communities, but more so. To really ignite a, a flame of understanding of how close we are to being able to achieve what everyone is telling us over and over again that we can achieve. That that's, they, they'll never do that. You even hear it amongst us. But the difference with what they're saying now is they're not listening how we're listening. And if they are, if you aren't listening, this is the first time I ever really even heard mention of any government talking about reparations. I'm 33. I I still had the opportunity to learn 
somewhat about slavery somewhat but not really about Jim Crow like not at all like about Jim Crow like as I think about all the fucked up shit that happened like during Jim Crow like we learned surprisingly little considering we were also still raised by black people we learned surprisingly little about Jim Crow. Ma- majority of us. The ones that, that wanted to carry that torch. And no, we're going to be proud of this because we struggled through it. I respect y'all. FB1 for life. Oh, oh, oh. That don't sound right. I got to cut that out. Yeah. Uh, foundational black American first. That still won't. That probably won't ride either. We'll work on that one. I'm gonna leave this in because it's a comedic comedic point. But just know, in no way, shape, or form, I'm saying, uh, fuck foundational black America. Or fuck black first. I don't know what that only makes sense now. Is but FBA one. And if you don't understand, I really don't give a fuck, actually. Because I like it now. Sorry, I had a bit of a tangent. I do that sometimes. I figured that's probably the best way to keep this natural anyway. Um, but yeah. FBA1. So moving forward, just know... At the end of the day, from my standpoint, that's all that matters. Um, Everything else comes second. The world would be a better place with what I'm going to always end my conversations with. The best way to fix the world is reparations. It's that simple. It's it, You can talk about uh, climate change. You can talk about overpopulation. You can talk about overfarming. You can talk about human starvation, human trafficking. Uh, so many issues that literally have nothing to do with foundational black Americans that they try, try, try to latch on to us. Hey, guess what? Even those things, you give us reparations, we can start to build our communities the way we want with community watches that protect our communities from anyone that would try to come in and destroy our property or um, for God's sakes harm you know one someone that lives in our communities you know that also benefits us from having to worry about avenues and places where other communities less then desirable people are able to operate because we're able to build functioning communities of thriving black people off the back of reparations. 
human starvation. You know how many smart black kids there are that want to clean up their own cities? You put reparations in the hands of black people. People get fed. Schools. God. I mean. You talk about how bad our schools are. Imagine how much less money. Our so much more brilliant and talented educators could take from the government if you paid reparations to black teachers as well as every foundational black American well first and foremost actually to foundational black Americans and if any of them happen to be talented educators they now have the ability to take less money doctors lawyers I mean everything becomes cheaper when you just pay what you owe. It's simple as that. The bill comes due, bro. I love y'all.